Welcome to Nurse Strong, where our mission is to promote edification, self-care, and camaraderie among nurses. Our vision is to positively change the culture of nursing, and this is starting with you. You, my friends, are Nurse Strong, day and night long. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Nurse Strong. I'm your host Nikki and I'm Alicia and today we have a special guest. This is Miss Kathy. How you doing Miss Kathy? Hey ladies, how y'all doing today? We're good. good. All right, so today we're going to talk about, we're going to do a book review of a book that all three of us read that we loved, that gave us so much to think about and talk about. It was called Perfect Peace by Daniel Black. And we just want to give you our review and our opinion on that book because it, it was so impactful to all of us. Right. So, um, Miss Kathy, tell us how you like the book. I love the book. <laughs> I think it's one of the my favorite books that I have ever read. Really? <clears throat> it was very detailed, very mm-hmm. detailed. And I liked all the characters in there. It's, it was just a little depressing, a little upsetting, but right, I right. enjoyed I enjoyed it because it was real life, real time for real people. Right. And just to give everybody a background of the book, it's um, and I'll just give a, a summary. Right. It was basically about a lady who wanted a daughter really, really bad. And she had, was it six sons already? Six, six sons. sons. And then she had was pregnant for a seventh time. And this was what, back in the... 1930s. 1930s, 1930s, and she, so she didn't know what she was having, and she ended up having another boy, and so she just decided to raise him as a girl, basically, so we um, talk about the impact of that. What was your overall opinion of the book? Well, I mean, reading the book, like, I was just angry at her as to how she was just being selfish and just decided, I'm just gonna have a girl like I want what I want when I want it and who and I don't think she thought about how it it impacted anybody else but overall it really was a good book like from beginning to end like it was there was always something going on okay so that leads to one of the questions they asked in the book and we you know it's it does Imogene Imogene is the mother does her abusive childhood make you have sympathy for her or does are they two separate things her abusive childhood and what she did are they separate or do you feel bad for her for making that decision because of her abusive childhood she had a abusive childhood that was that was sad and i felt for her then but as you becoming an adult you have to make Mm -hmm. good choices right and that was a totally different choice for her right Right, and she kept trying to use that to justify saying nobody understood what I went through, but what about what you're putting this child through? Like, you're doing the same thing in a different way to this child, right. to decide he's going to be a girl, and then one one day to say, hey, you're not a girl anymore, go be a boy. And she had to have known that you can't, that's something you can't get away with. Right. Like, you just can't get away with that. So she just wanted to gratify herself yep. for that short amount of time and not even... Like you said, she didn't even think about it. I um, did feel bad that she was abused, but I don't think it was an excuse for what she no, did. No, it was right, not an right. excuse. And exactly. I and I do think that people who are abused hurt other people, mm-hmm. um, and that's what she did. She yeah. hurt. She hurt her son. And later on in the book, she realized how much she was like her own mother. How right. doing that was not that much different 
than her own mother. Right. So. Just a different tactic, but same hurt. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her, well, her mother abused her physically. She abused her son mentally. mentally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mentally. Yeah, and even, like, emotionally, because I remember in the book, he um, talked about, oh... I miss people calling me beautiful. Right. I miss my dad picking me up and hugging me and um, being affectionate. I miss my brothers being protective over me. Mm-hmm. It was like she went went from being this girl that everybody loved yeah. and, and catered to, to you a man now, and now you you're just going to ro- the right. world and toughen up. And yeah. that was, that that speaks even volumes to how men and women are treated in society. True, true. It is. Yeah. It kind of goes like into the gender roles that we put on men and women, how we look at men are supposed to be tough and strong and, you know, not showing the emotion and women are the ones like he was looking for, like the comforting and the talking and the men are supposed to be the protectors like he was looking, you know, to his brother for. But So do y'all think we do better with that now with um, the gender, like, you know, being nurturing to our boys and hugging them and kissing. Do you think this generation of this world still holds those same type of stereotypes or have we gotten better? We have gotten better with it. Okay. We have gotten better with that. Uh, I think so anyway. I think so. Mm -hmm. I I remember growing up and my family, people in my family, like older generations, they had those same values. Like the man was stoic wasn't really connecting with the family. Exactly. He just went to work. He right. ate first. Right. Put his food on the table yeah. first. He worked all day. He never called in sick. I never seen my grenade lay down and take a nap. Like, and I knew he probably was tired on right. the weekend. Right. But I think as the generations went, you know, men have decided they want to be more active fathers or more mm-hmm. affectionate because they I didn't did get too. get those things um, as well. I agree. And then, or how, well, maybe not so much then, but how men were at one point told, you know, like, boys don't cry. Yeah. But then you're teaching them to hold in their emotions, so then when they're in a relationship and they need to express themselves or say how they feel, they don't know how. Right. Or then they just hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, then it comes out in another way. You know, now they exploding over something, something small because they've been holding in what their true emotions are. Right. But I think it has gotten a lot better. Yeah, it has got a lot better between a husband and a wife, or mm-hmm. either between a girlfriend and a boyfriend, because both of y'all need love. Yeah. Right. And and it come down to back, you know, back in their days, it was just like just one person. Nobody had an affection. Mm-hmm. Right. They were, they were roommates. No, that's it. Well, you that's see it. that in the book too. Yeah. yeah. In the book no, too, nobody. they they weren't affectionate you know he i think he even mentioned he never saw the bomb naked right and then when he did that one time he was he was totally turned off yeah yeah Yeah. so another um weird dynamic in the book was perfect who oh so the little boy's name was perfect Mm -hmm. the little boy who was raised as a girl his name was perfect later turned into paul but as a little girl he had friends little girl Mm -hmm. friends and he had this friend named eva may yeah and they were like best friends and you know him and Eva May Eva May was exposed to a lot in her life that she shouldn't have been exposed to like I think she may have witnessed her parents have sex and she witnessed her dad beat her mom so she was a little um, abused and Mm -hmm. 
exposed in that way and she um was very protective of perfect and also she did some inappropriate sexual things to perfect and they were what maybe about eight yeah he was eight yeah eight years old Mm -hmm. so one of the questions were with her with even may being so protective over perfect why did why don't you guys think that he considered her a romantic interest when he was later a boy? Why why don't you think he ever liked even May like that? He didn't see her that way. Mm-hmm. He seen her as a friend, mm-hmm. nothing more, nothing right. less. You, right. you he seen her as friends. So he did, but it, as they grew on up and everything, even May actually liked him mm-hmm. yeah. as a bar friend. Right. But he did not help to hear her in that aspect, right? In any way at all. So I think because she contributed to the abuse, like in her own way, like when she was underneath the house with him doing the inappropriate things, like even though she was a kid too, but she knew she knew a lot. She more. knew, yeah, she knew a lot. And but, she knew he was different, right? And she kind of, I don't want to say. Well, I guess I will say, kind of took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. So I guess she might have. He might have, even though he still saw her as a friend. But it was like, but you still did this. Yeah, and I think he was confused as well as to what he was supposed to like. Right. He struggled a long time of, am I a girl, am I a boy? Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, even though she was a child too, and she didn't think of it as like, oh, I'm gonna abuse him, but that added to his confusion like mm-hmm. okay i'm a girl that's she mm-hmm. was a girl at the time and this other girl is kissing on me right and rubbing on me and then when the girl finds out i'm a boy she still <laughs> she still wanting to do mm-hmm. and they're young so i right. just think it was very it was just confusing relationship between mm-hmm. those two so um what do y'all think about that the Jordan River. <laughs> so but, I think I took that as like a almost like a spiritual thing, kind of like where spiritual they cleansing. went to like mm-hmm. cleanse themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I took it as. Yes, mm-hmm. I took me too. I took it as a cleansing because you can go there and you can cry out mm-hmm. and you can talk to what your maker mm-hmm. right there. So I thought it was a cleansing for the father, and also his son got mm-hmm. attached to it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah, water is very powerful, right? Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, I knew somebody was gonna jump in that water. <laughs> really? Like, I did, like, the I whole did. time. I didn't see that I, coming. I, 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 I did, because, I didn't see it. you know why? Because they explained, they, like, said the river was, like, like, I looked at it as cleansing, too, like, he went, but it mm-hmm. also was, like, a whole power itself. It was, like, powerful and strong, and right. they kept talking about the currents were pulling and strong. And I think people went there to release, but I knew that somebody, I didn't know if it was going to be perfect or the mama, but I knew somebody was going to purge themselves. Like, I felt that right. when okay. I was reading the yeah, book. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see that coming. So, okay, so we know that um, Emma Jean, who is the mom, mm-hmm. she did, had the baby and um she had the baby and 
she didn't deliver it by herself. So somebody right. else knew that secret. So she lied to the dad, the brothers, everybody, everybody that this was a girl. So that's okay, all right. I'm the only one that's going to change the baby. I'm the only one, you know, that's mm-hmm. okay to pass it. But what about the lady, the midwife, who delivered the baby, Henrietta? And so she had a secret of her own. Mm-hmm. And the secret was she had stolen somebody's baby. Her sister died in childbirth and she didn't like the husband so she acted like the baby and the sister died and took the baby right do y'all think that 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 sin or indiscretion was just as bad as what imogene did it was just as bad mm-hmm. yeah because i mean just as bad because still both of them got intentions. hurt mm-hmm. both of them got hurt out of this out of the situation i do i i, I have mixed feelings like i do i think Henrietta was definitely wrong. She stole somebody's baby. She kept that baby from knowing her real father, right. which it was awful. But and then I mean the father later on died because I was gonna say the baby could go back and reestablish a relationship, but the baby was still. Um, I I just feel like that baby can get moved past that more than a boy in in America. A black man in America <laughs> being raised, being raised as a girl and having the thought process and the mannerism and he got beat when he mm-hmm. was, you know, being yes. um, effeminate. He he was trying so hard to just be something that he wasn't. Right. And I don't know. I don't want to. So, I mean, it's both so of I guess them horrible. Like you, say, you say, like, wrong is wrong. But yeah. It's like one is more wrong than the other one because... She mentally like just totally, she destroyed him. Destro- yeah, she destroyed him. Yeah, she destroyed him physical, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah, she, she confused him all together. So, how, what do you go from now? What do you, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? And, and they're both wrong. I'm right. not saying Henrietta wasn't wrong. I'm just saying that late that daughter could maybe be upset with her mom right she can even try to understand right. like oh my dad didn't want me and right. you know both of them were selfish right but i'm like oh you made this this boy don't have no friends he got all oh, attacked in the woods and yes. raped and yes. so mm, so you know this there was a real life thing that happened like this right so that case where the little baby um it was a botched circumcision Mm -hmm. and the doctor made a mistake and you know cut off his penis and so the doctor just suggested to the family Mm -hmm. to raise the little boy Mm -hmm. as a girl so this made me come up with a question like do y'all think gender is and I know this is a heavy topic, so <laughs> right now, so we don't even have to go that deep into it. Right. But is gender like decided on purely nature, like science, or does environment have something to do with how you identify as a woman or how you identify as a man? <laughs> you right. You got a you got a hard question now. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, I mean, you think about toys. Like, if somebody didn't tell you, girls play with dolls, boys play with trucks. Which one would you do? Yeah, like, what, then how does that, you know, society in a, a little bit shapes mm-hmm. what 
role a, a boy Plays and a girl a is supposed to be. Yeah. And when you think about it, sometimes, like, let's say a man, you know, some people have one idea of a man, mm-hmm. but a man who's not, you know, let's say one person's idea of a man is macho and strong right. and protective and he can fix things right. and he is a worker and a provider but then you have another man who stays at, at home, home with his kids cooks, and right. he cooks and he um maybe doesn't work out is he not a man no that don't depend on him <laughs> right no it doesn't no so. No, uh, because you could be a stay-at-home dad and you can do the things just like a woman, but I don't want you acting so feminine that <laughs> I can't tell the difference between me and you. Right, right. Well, what about the other way? Like, a girl who's raised with a bunch of brothers and maybe raised by her right, dad. Right, And she, Tom like, kind of like tomboy. Yeah, that don't make her less mess of a female. Oh, right. No, it doesn't. But, I mean, it's hard. It's probably right. not a, a right or wrong. It's or everybody, I, 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 would, I think that's a hard thing to yeah. answer. What do you think? I think it's shaped by both. Mm-hmm. I think that um, definitely you're born with male parts or female parts. Like, I do agree with that. But I can't say that I haven't seen people be shaped by their environment. Right. That's true. That's like, true. you know, people, sometimes you can see somebody raised in a certain environment Mm -hmm. or their mother treats them a certain way or their father treats them a certain way or you know and that determines who they personally identify with I asked a few people and I asked the guy what he thought like Mm -hmm. I was like if somebody dressed you up like a girl when you was a kid do you think you would have just developed into what you are now do you think you would have still went that path of being a Mm -hmm. woman because in this, the story that we were talking about with the baby, he didn't think he was a, a girl. He always felt like he was a boy. Right. He had a twin brother, and he was fighting his brother just, mm-hmm. you know, he never felt feminine. Right. So it's kind of like, well, science, you're a boy. boy. So in that situation, the, his environment didn't make him feel more so like a girl. And then he he was very tortured with that he ended up taking his own life in his 30s but one of the guys I asked this question to he said that he feels like scientifically you are born with certain parts right. male parts you, or female right. parts that's right. true that's and true as you grow and live you, your environment and society forms what you think you're supposed to do with those parts and so that that's was good. his answer <laughs> yeah so I don't know that was Okay, since we're talking about this, what do you think about, I I was reading an article the other day about pansexual or something like that. Have y'all heard of that before? I don't know. I don't know exactly what that one means. I know there are different different ones. ones. And as I was reading, and and as the young lady was explaining it, it means that I like both. Oh, yeah, that's like the new thing now. I like both. I like both. so it's not by it's not by it's not it's not by oh, no. yeah. she said she liked both but see some people don't feel like sexuality and gender are the same mm-hmm. some people feel like what i like sexually doesn't determine if i'm a man mm-hmm. or a woman so that's why i said i brought the question up but i'm like <laughs> it can go on and on and on because 
it's, it's so, so much, much to talk about and so many different opinions but as far as like in this book he was told he was a girl so then he automatically acted like a girl right but right. then he was told he was a boy but he, and couldn't, he act, couldn't act, act like, like a boy, boy. but right. then it's kind of like well what's acting like a boy that's true because then we have like these stereotypes of what a boy's supposed to do right so He's supposed to go out there and be rough and get dirty and play with cars yes. and you know he couldn't he yeah. couldn't do he couldn't do it because yeah, that wasn't him yeah and he kept carrying around that little doll with him mm-hmm. So, did y'all relate to any character more than the other? Any, anybody stick out? I'll, maybe one of well, our favorite that we liked it. That you liked or maybe someone you related to? Uh, I liked it, uh, the blind one. Uh, Barnabas, yes, yeah. I did, I did like him. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, I thought he was smart, to, a little bit smart to be um, blind and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. What about you? Um. I don't think I really related to anybody, but I did like King Solomon's journey. Mm-hmm. Like, as you know, yes. he's yes. smart, had to go to school. His mom took him out of school so perfect could go, but he was still determined. Like, mm-hmm. he went and showed up at the college and was like, I'm here to enroll in school. Yes. Didn't know how, but he was determined he was going to make it work. And he did. He and graduated work, yes. and everything. So, I liked his journey. I liked, I liked his. Yeah. Okay. Um, I personally put down King Solomon to uh, who I could relate. I could relate to King Solomon. Yeah, yeah. He like did. I, I relate to being in an environment where you're different mm-hmm. and you come from a family who is this way and you want to be like this. Right. And it's a struggle. It right. is a struggle. Mm-hmm growing up and you're different and you're not different in a bad way you're like I'm just trying to get out I just want more and it seems like even people in that family are holding you back back. yeah and so I could you know understand his his um his struggle so do you think that he his his um journey kind of mirrors some family dynamics in the the absolutely yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Okay. So what about okay, um there's some strange things <laughs> in that book. Like Yes. The coffin. Let's just go and get to the coffin. Like that was now, now I didn't agree with Barnabas for the coffin, but it was just that what he was, was it was just uh he was comfortable because they they was on the floor. But I'm trying to figure out like what was the significance was there any meaning, meaning behind it, it or just, just I don't, it, was, it wasn't no meaning behind it. It's just that by la- I guess laying on the floor, and the floor is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody brings something something soft to you, you'll want to lie in. And he couldn't see. But then, even as he got older, older like, and got he married. the coffin. Yeah, he referred back to the coffin where it, where it was comfortable. Right. He was comfortable there. And the coffin, I guess, is dark, and he lives in the dark. I, I guess don't he know. really doesn't I, know that he's it, in yeah, the dark. dark, I guess, because he can't see, so... That was weird to me. And what's up with the brothers marrying the one? Like, I just was reading the... Like, what does this mean? Have you heard of that? One person marrying two brothers? I mean, I got her point. I guess she got one who was being the traditional role of the man, will be the provider and go to work. And then she got the one who's he's sitting there and he's talking with her and, you know... And sharing, and yeah. Sharing and, Getting that emotional yes. connection. Yes. I mean, I, so was she living right. like every woman's dream or something? Do you need it? Do you need two men? 
But she had two men for different reasons. Though. Right, but everybody I'm jealous. No, but she said one was to hear her and the one was fleshly. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so does that mean one man can't fulfill both of those things? One man can't. What she said yeah. in her instance. Yeah, he could. I don't, I don't know why he got weak. He was the strongest one. But I think uh, that's why he could, because he was the strong manly one, and that's what he saw. But when he dad. got married, he became a weakling. There's so many symbols and meanings and stuff in the book. It, like things that, because um, I was like, what in the world did that mean? It was, I guess, you know, in life, we all need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it can come from anybody. Mm-hmm. A child can come to your house every day and just enjoy your company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to do, you're going to sit there and you're going to talk with, you're going to nurture mm-hmm. it, whatever. Y'all going to have the best conversation. You're going to give it advice and they're going to tell you what it's think, stuff like this. Right. Well, that brother, remember he had a special need. Yeah. Right? He had a special need. So I, could, I didn't consider him as her husband. I considered her as a a person that I can talk to, I can share things with, even though he didn't understand a lot, but he had a lot of love because that's all he had to give was love. So what about whenever they gave him one of their children? That was strange to me. That was strange. Do you think that that was their child or you think that they just took it like one of their kids and said, here, this is yours? I think they gave one of the childs to him so he can have somebody. Because that child was, he loved it, that he child, did. that child loved it him. He did. I don't think that it was weird that he brought the brother along. I, I thought it was that. weird no. that they walked down the aisle. Yeah. With the same the clothing. Yes. With the same clothing on. Yes. Yeah, like that, that that's was weird. weird. That, yeah, that's yeah. what it was weird. Yes, yes. Okay. So, fine, the final thing I want to bring up <laughs> is what... Cause I was that's one thing about this book, I, and maybe I just overthink. I was trying to figure out like, what does this mean? So when he at the end, and I didn't necessarily like the way the book ended. I didn't, I didn't either. But I did not either. what I did like is how it it appeared that Perfect finally got his peace, mm-hmm. and he threw the baby doll. In, in the, the rubbish, in the fire, and then he went to go look for Henrietta when he was decided he was going to make clothes. So I do like that it seemed like he finally got a little peace and was accepting himself. Do y'all think it was any symbolization with him throwing away that baby doll? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that was him, like, like as you said, like, finding himself and closing the chapter on that part of his life. Like, right. okay, like, I know who I am now. I wish he would have left the, the little town. That's, yeah. I still don't think he'll get a fair shake there, but I think that's what the symbolism was. Yeah. That's the imagination. I felt like he left that time. Just when, when he yeah. went to look yeah. for him, When he went to look for yeah. Henrietta to help him with the clothes, I feel right. like he became prosperous and he was able to make new fashion. And I think well, he yeah, moved cause on. Well, yeah, because they mentioned that he was on the his people was on the runway in New York. Oh, Remember that's right. Yes, that? yes, yes. Okay, so, okay, okay, so yeah. I feel like he got yeah. out of that. I he wish did. I could have seen more in his life afterwards. Yeah, that's what I wish. I wish some of the other people. I don't think really I really care to know about their whole story, but I really wish. But I like how they finally let him close that chapter mm-hmm. in the book, and yeah. he moved on. Yeah, yeah. So I picture that, even though you know, I think he moved on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think I think he. I, I agree too with yeah. that part with them yeah. saying he was in New York. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fashion show. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I think he moved on. But we didn't mention uh, Woody. We never did bring Woody was one of the ones that he, as he was growing up, he was more funny. Uh, he could oh, the preacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he became a minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I didn't, I just wish they took all that energy and put it in a piece. Like, I was like, okay, Woody, fine, you became a preacher. Mm-hmm. I think they just gave him too much time in the book. Yeah. Even Mr. Like, I knew he was gay, but I still didn't see. You didn't know that at first, though. Yeah, it just that popped out, out, out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, they could have took that portion and dedicated it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they should have made, towards the end, more of it about person. Yeah. I, I do, too. Yeah. That, yeah. too. Yeah. I agree. I do, okay. too. I agree with that. Okay, so in conclusion, would you recommend the book? Absolutely. Would you recommend? I would. I would recommend the book too. It's fun, um, easy to read, and it, it gets your wheels turning. It gets you thinking. So I would definitely recommend. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, Miss Kathy, for joining us. Oh, I enjoyed guest. it. I enjoyed <laughs> it. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us at Live Nurse Strong. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nurse Strong, and we would love to hear from you. Email us at livenursestrong at gmail.com. Thank you.